0: If you're a health entrepreneur, coach, or practitioner that wants to turn your expertise into a high six or seven figure virtual business with less stress, So you can impact more people at a deeper level while making more money and enjoying a greater quality of life in the process, then the Healthpreneur podcast is for you. I'm your host, Uriel Kame. I'm a former pro athlete, leading health expert, New York Times bestselling author, and the founder of Healthpreneur, where I help experts just like you create and fill high-end virtual coaching programs that create dream-come-true results for your clients. Now, for a free and in depth training on how to do just that without manual prospecting, one on one coaching, or having to spend years building your online following, head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training and jump on to our seven figure health business blueprint training today. And now let's get to today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to the Healthpreneur Podcast. Well, I'm back in Toronto. I decided uh, last minute that I was gonna take the family and run away to warm, sunny Mexico. We, uh, a couple weeks ago, had a really, really bad ice storm and it was like over a two, three day period I don't think anyone went outside, there's there's no cars on the road, and I actually ordered a book on Amazon Prime, same day delivery, the book took three and a half days to eventually arrive at my house, just because it was that bad. So anyways, we decided last minute that we're going to just book a trip to Mexico, and it was awesome. Just obviously really warm weather, lots of tennis once again, got to play on the beach and the sand, hang out with the kids, and, and not have to worry about ice and snow and and all that stuff so anyways we had a great time and we are back and today we're gonna be talking about a slightly controversial topic so i want you to get kind of brace yourself here I'm going to talk about three business models that will bleed your business. And when I say bleed your business, I'm talking about really suck the time, energy, and money out of what you do. And I'm not saying that they don't work because they can. I'm just telling you from experience that they will take forever for for you to see results from. And you'll probably feel very frustrated in the process. And I would rather you not feel that way. Is that okay? So that's kind of why I'm sharing this with you. So without any further ado, shall we jump into them? And I think this is important to understand too, because what I'm going to share with you, just kind of bring this into context. Like if you've got a successful business already, great, keep doing what you're doing, right? And please don't jump into this stuff if you don't need to. If you're just starting out, you're probably discombobulated, if that's even a word. I think it is, but I'm not too sure of the spelling. You're probably confused with all sorts of different things you could be doing, and that's a very dangerous place to be in. So I want to highlight three such business models that you've probably seen online that I don't really recommend you do. And I'm not saying that they don't work once again. I'm just saying that for the most part, there are smarter, faster ways of growing a more impactful business that brings you more income as well. Number one product launches or launches in general. If you're not launching a product or you're launching a coaching program, whatever it is, I would recommend launches are not the best course of action for most people. Now, again, I love Jeff Walker. What they've done with PLF is awesome. And some of my closest friends are doing amazing things with launches. I mean, Stu McLaren with Tribe and Todd Herman with the 90-Day Year. These are some really good friends of mine whose entire businesses are based around launches. So I'm not saying they're not doing a good job because they're doing great multiple, multiple millions of dollars helping lots of people. But you have to remember this, is that they have large platforms, okay? If you don't have a following, if you don't have a large following, it's not even worth the time, effort, and money to do a launch. Because if you only have a few hundred people or a few thousand people on your list, let's just do the math here. If you had... A thousand people on your list, and you do this whole launch sequence. And over the course of you know three videos, I mean, let's just let, okay, let's look at the math. Okay, a thousand people on your list. You send them an email. On average, let's say the open rate is, and I'll be very generous here. Let's just say it's twenty percent. So what's twenty percent of a thousand? Two hundred people open the email, right? So let's just say that two hundred people open all of the emails, and that fifty percent of them, which again is very generous. of them click on the links to go watch the videos. So now you've got 100 people watching each of your content-based videos in your launch. Okay, so you've got three videos, video one, video two, video three. Each one of them gets that same 100 people going through that process. And let's say on the back end, you're selling the typical 1997 or $2,000 program, okay? So on average, the conversion rate in a launch is going to be higher than if you sent them directly to the sales page, right? And I'm going to be very generous and just say, okay, listen, let's say out of the 100 people who go through all of your videos and watch your sales video afterwards, let's say that, I don't know, two of them are willing to spend $2,000 each, which would give you, what, $4,000, which is not too bad. Right. Not too bad at all. Actually, you know what? Let's even bump it up to five. Right. So let's just say that out of 100 people, five people decide to buy the two thousand dollar program, which is typical. I mean, usually a five percent conversion rate, maybe a little bit higher is typically seen in launches of that size. But let's just say in your case, 100 people, five people buy. Five people at $2,000 each is $10,000. Hey, not a bad payday, right? Not too bad at all. Earnings per click is pretty good. You've got 1,000 people on your list, you made $10,000. Not too bad at all. But here's the thing. Now you're working with five people. You did all that work. All that work, remember, it's not just about the $10,000. It was about the creation of the videos, the thinking about it, how you acquired your list in the first place, sequencing it, like all the the logistics that go into a launch, right? For five clients. And, you know, I don't even know if they're, let's just say they're like what most launches do. It's a done done on your own program. So you're not even working with them closely. They're kind of just doing it as as a course on their own. $10,000, not too bad. Let me give you another alternative is you follow our perfect client pipeline, which is a Facebook ad webinar strategy call, and you can enroll those same five clients in one-tenth of the time without going through the whole rigmarole and jumping through all the hoops of creating all this PLF content and all the content videos and the launch sequences and all that stuff. That's just the way I see it. Okay, so launches are fine if you want to run that type of business model, but you need a huge following, and if you don't have a following, then you need massive amounts of traffic from Facebook most likely, and it's not really predictable what's going to happen with that traffic, right? You're letting people kind of drip through this funnel for two weeks, and you don't, you don't really know what's going to happen at the end of that. So for me, it doesn't really feel good. Plus, Plus, a launched, one of the reasons I don't like launches is because it's a very seasonal type of business, which means that let's say you have two launches per year, you have two big paydays and that is it. Now, those paydays, hey, if they're 5 to 10 million dollars, <laughs> who cares if you only have two of them, right? That's a pretty good business. But for most people, having two paydays a year of 5 to 10,000 dollars doesn't make sense. I get way more excited when on a daily basis we can we can be bringing in 5 to 10,000 dollars in new clients who are enrolling in our workshops. That's a lot more exciting to me. What about you, right? And the nice thing about having this ever, everyday evergreen type of model is that it's predictable. You have enough data and time to make small changes, to improve things. With a launch, you don't have enough time to, to kind of think on your feet and move things around. If something doesn't work, your whole launch is done. And when I say launches, let me also include summits, I've run summits. I've been part of summits. It's very similar, right? You've, it's a launch. It's essentially a launch, right? Everyone mails to their list. You have all these like 500 people as these experts telling everyone opposite things. And it's very confusing for the customer. Then you can buy all the recordings for $97. And it's just very predictable, right? So again, you do all this work into doing the summit. And, you know, maybe it does very well. But again, there's, there's, some very, very good summits out there. There's obviously multiple seven-figure summits and businesses that have been built on the back end of summits. I'm just saying for the amount of work that goes into that for the one-time bang, you're much better off putting that same effort and energy into an evergreen model that's going to give you consistent results every single day, 365 days a year. Would you agree? We ran a summit called the Fat Loss Summit about four years ago, and we interviewed 24 experts. So I spent 24 hours interviewing people, okay, on video. Then we record, we stripped out the, the audio of those, turned those into audios, then we had cheat sheets and PDFs, and then, obviously, we had the whole, like, coordinate all the joint venture partners to promote the damn thing, and we probably did, I'd say, just over about 100 grand, which wasn't, I mean, obviously, it's, you know, not chump change, and, you know, we had some affiliates that did pretty well. But here's the thing is, you know, for that same amount of revenue, we could have done something a whole whole lot simpler. And after I did that summit, I told my team I will never do another summit again just because it's I would rather invest my time and energy into something that is more predictable, more sustainable, more evergreen. Okay, so that's my opinion on launches and summits. I'm not saying they're bad. I'm just saying for most of us, probably not the best first option as a business model. Number 2, the number the the second business model that will bleed your business dry is content marketing. Hold on Yuri, what did you just say? You just said content marketing is a no-no? Haven't you built your entire business and your other health business on content marketing? Why yes, that is a very good point. That is very true. Yes, I did build my entire health and fitness business on the backbone of content marketing. As of this recording, we have close to 1 million unique visitors per month to my blog at yurielcame.com. That's no small feat. I'm pretty happy about that. I'm pretty proud of that. I'm going to share exactly what we're doing with that in a second. However, I also have a YouTube channel that I don't create videos for anymore just because I'm I'm kind of done talking about health and fitness, to be very honest with you. And even though I haven't produced new videos in about six months... Our subscriber base continues to grow and grow and grow, and right now it's about 207,000 subscribers, and it's continuing to grow every single day, even though I'm not shooting any more content. I've created over 900 videos since 2006, and they're all amazing. I mean, it's obviously some better than other, but they're helping people, and I don't have to, like, do more and more and more all the time. With Healthpreneur, things are different. My only content strategy is my podcast, and actually, because I've actually freed up a, a little bit more of my time now with some of the stuff we're doing, I'm actually starting a YouTube channel, which whoa whoa, Yuri, hold on. I thought you said you're not doing YouTube for healthpreneur I wasn't I'm, and I'll tell you why I was not out of the gates doing anything on a in a big way with content marketing. Because I knew, first and foremost, that I needed to dial in a predictable process that generates revenue every single day for our company. And that's our perfect client pipeline. And every single day now, we've got Facebook ads, going to a webinar, enrolling people on the back end of our strategy calls, right? And obviously, we're delivering amazing value to them in the process. But I, I dialed that in. I spent a long time through trial and error, a lot of money spent, all this kind of stuff to figure that out. And not that it's obviously 100%. It's very close to it. I mean, we've got a great process now. I don't have to do many of the calls anymore. We've got a great team that supports us there. So now I've freed up my time to say, okay, Yuri, if I don't have to do as much on that side, because now that's kind of it's it's, it's a system, it's a machine, it's doing its thing. What do I really want to do? And I'm thinking to myself, well, I really just enjoy doing video. Hence why I created 900 videos on my other YouTube channel. So now... I have the space and freedom to start talking a bit more on camera, and we're putting up on YouTube, and then we're leveraging it back onto our blog, and then that feeds into the emails we send our list. So yes, content marketing is great. I think it's a great way of building no like, and trust with your audience, very much like this podcast does. And by the way, if you had to choose one channel, go with a podcast. But here's the thing, okay? A podcast is a three-year-plus game plan, do not expect anything from your podcast for the first three years. I'm serious. Like people say, don't expect anything from a podcast for a year. I would I would really stretch that to three years because I had a call actually with uh, a new a new uh, client who actually enrolled in our workshop and I asked him like, how did you come across our stuff? And he said, I actually listened to your podcast. I was like, that's so cool. So you can see it's starting to kind of gain traction. And I, to be very honest with you, I, I don't even look at the numbers so this is how little emphasis i put on my podcast this podcast in terms of like i have to make it work i have to make the numbers work at this time we don't track our numbers i mean i don't track the numbers on this so initially out of the gate we wanted to have a sense of okay how many downloads are we getting all that kind of stuff but now i have no clue what's going on jackie on our team she just told me that we almost hit a thousand downloads a week we're almost at a thousand downloads a week um when she told me this a couple weeks ago and i'm like That's amazing because it started off at like 50 downloads a week. And we haven't done any crazy promotions with this podcast. There's no like, you know, crazy circus-like tactics, nothing like that. It's just getting great people on the show, sharing awesome content, and just organically letting it do its thing. This is like planting bamboo trees. It takes like seven years for the bamboo to break the surface And, you know, if you didn't know that, most farmers would be like, oh, this is crazy. It's not working. It's not growing. I'm going to give up. But as soon as the bamboo cracks through the surface, it like skyrockets in a couple. I think it's in a couple of months or one one year. It's crazy. And that's what can happen with a podcast. That's what can also happen with your blog or YouTube. But you have to go into it understanding you're going to see nothing from that for the first couple of years. So if you're blogging and you're frustrated because you're not getting any revenue from that, tough shit, I'm sorry, of my French, but that's just the reality of the platform. Build it and they will come does not exist online, okay? You can't put up a blog post and expect people to see it. You can't. You can't put up a blog post, share the blog post on your Facebook page because nobody sees organic stuff on Facebook anymore anyways, so no one sees nothing no one sees nothing. You know what I'm saying? Sound like a gangster. Nobody sees anything unless you're putting money behind it. That's the way. The, that's the name of the game nowadays. You have to pay to play. If you want your stuff to, to be seen on Facebook, you have to be buying Facebook ads, right? So if you're starting from scratch, if you don't have a large platform on YouTube or, or, or a blog, I would strongly recommend, unless you love doing that stuff, a podcast is the way to go. Because it's an intimate experience, you might be listening to this in your car, while you're walking your dogs, while you're working out. It's distraction-free, kind of. But you can do other things while you're doing this. If you're on YouTube watching a video, you're distracted by other things you can click on, right? It's not that same immersion type of experience. And then blogging, well, the average time on site is about a minute and 21 seconds. Well, what would you rather, have a 30-minute podcast or a minute 21 user experience on your blog, right? Right? Our blog gets almost a million visitors. Now, we've got a very specific process we use on our blog called Teach to Sell. It's something we teach in all of our workshops, not even from a blogging perspective, but just how to share content in a way that leads to sales while providing tons of value. But one of the cool things we do now with our blog is because we almost get a million visitors a month, we pixel those people and then we send Facebook ads to them on Facebook. So that's the benefit of having a nice platform like that is that you have this really engaged audience and our cost per conversion from Facebook ads targeting our website visitors is like a quarter of what we get through all of our other audiences. So that's one nice thing about having that platform, but I'm telling you, don't worry about the content. Don't even build the content until you've built a predictable pipeline to generate clients and revenue for your business. And you might be saying, okay, well, how do I do that without content? It's very simple. It's very simple. You help you. I mean, you allow us to help you, right? We have this great process. And if you want to learn more about it, check out our webinar, healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. Go through the webinar and you'll see for yourself what we're doing. And if you want to go a little bit deeper, we can jump on the phone with you and walk you through this process. That's what we do every single day, and I I swear, I'm telling you, I'm pleading, do not write another blog post or create another video until you have your pipeline dialed in because nothing matters in your business if you're not generating revenue, and there's nothing more frustrating than writing a long blog post, and you're like, this is amazing, and then silence, crickets, It's very frustrating. So let's build your income and then your influence. I took a long time to build up that blog and that YouTube channel. It took a long time. I'm talking three to five years before we started seeing any traction from that. So I don't recommend you do that. It's a back burner activity. Your sole focus needs to be on acquiring clients, delivering an amazing result for them, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat until you can step away from that because it can do its thing on its own and then you can start thinking about, okay, how am I going to add some value? How am I going to do this? How am I going to put up some content? Okay, does that make sense? So that's the second way you will bleed your business dry and oh, just to give you some con- some context. So our blog Uh, we were spending $25,000 per month just on our editorial team. Just on our editorial team. Just for the blog. That was not including the rest of our team. So I don't know about you, but do you want to spend $25,000 a month just on your blog? It doesn't make a lot of sense. It does not make a lot of sense. Down the road, once you've got money you can throw around, hey, by all means, go for it. But now... Even if you're in the six-figure range, you want to go to seven figures, you have to do things intelligently. Do not waste your time and money doing that stuff. Okay, the third business model that will bleed your business dry is not even a business model. It's actually, I call this like spray and pray marketing, which is, okay, I'm going to put up a post on Facebook and hopefully people see it. Or uh, I'm going to post some stuff on Instagram and my followers are going are, are gonna to increase and you know I'm going to take some pictures of my butt and I'm going to show myself in front of a private jet so they think I'm successful. And then hopefully they'll inquire about doing business with me or buying my stuff. Um, yeah, that's, that's not going to work. Okay, so let me uh, give you some context here. Instagram is great. I've got some friends that are doing very well on Instagram. They're building their businesses with DMing on, on, on Instagram. And it's great. I completely get that. One-on-one communication, human interaction is terrific. Whether it's on Facebook Messenger or on Instagram, it's all good. But I can't tell you how many people we've spoken with on a week-to-week basis who said, "Listen, I like I've got like a thousand people on Instagram. I've got ten thousand followers on Instagram, or I've got like five hundred followers on Facebook, or twenty thousand followers on Facebook. How do I monetize my audience?" That's a very bad question to ask in the first place. How do I monetize people? It's like how do I extract the juice out of people? No, how do I better serve them is a better question for the first you know to start. But Instagram is then this again this is a personal thing and i know like if you're younger and more millennial you might be into instagram and you're at starbucks waiting in line and you're on you're just, you know flipping through your friggin' feed on instagram instead of looking at someone in the eye i understand that that's the way the world's going um but the more that happens the more people are gonna be looking for interaction with other human beings that's why people love like these dms and the instagram stories and if you want to do that hey go for it if you want to live a life like gary vanderjuck and be glued to your phone, by all means, go for it. You know what I'd rather do? I'd rather be present with my kids. I'd rather put my phone away when I'm done my work because I don't need to rely on that to build my business because I have my perfect client pipeline running, and I know even when I'm sleeping, even when I go on vacation, even when my phone doesn't wanna work with me, even though I don't have Instagram or Facebook on my phone, Yet, we're using both of those platforms to acquire clients every single day. Isn't that interesting? Organic reach is dead. So again, unless you've got a big social media following already, you're going to, oh, well, first and foremost, even if you do, you'll probably see a, gr- a dramatic decrease in organic reach. A couple months ago, Facebook announced that organic reach is now 2%. So if you have 100 people that follow you, two of them will see your organic post. An organic post is basically you post something and you don't put any money behind it, that's kind of organic, right? So you have a new blog post, you want to you want to let people know about it, so you share it on Facebook, and you've got like 10,000 followers. Well, guess what? 200 of those followers will see that. Isn't that depressing? So the name of the game, guys, is you have to pay to play. And if you don't know how to pay for your own clients or customers, you will lose in the long run. And if you're wasting your time, money, and energy on ridiculous business models, that number one, are ineffective, number two, take forever to see results from, and number three, you don't understand really what's involved in making those work you're not going to see the results you want to see. So that's why I wanted to share these three business models in this episode to save you from the insanity. Again, launches and summits, content marketing, and organic social media. I'm not saying they don't work, but there are smarter, faster, more effective ways to build the business you want, make the money you want, enjoy a lot more freedom, and really help your clients at a deep level. So if you're interested in this, and if you've enjoyed this, then I think you'll really enjoy our seven-figure health business blueprint. It's a free online training as I mentioned earlier. Head on over to healthpreneurgroup.com forward slash training. Let me walk you through what we're doing in our business. Let me show you our perfect client pipeline and how you can deploy it in your business so you can attract clients who are going to pay you top dollar, help them transform their lives in a deeper way and free up a lot more of your time so you don't have to get on this treadmill of never-ending content creation and wasting all of your time on social media. Does that sound good to you? If so, Head on over to the website. Join us today for our upcoming online training. Again, you can uh, basically enjoy it at, the, at your leisure. You can choose whatever time is best for you over the next couple days. And for now, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I want to thank you so much once again for taking your time and joining me and for being a loyal subscriber if you've been with me for a while. And if you're just brand new, welcome. Remember to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Podcast on iTunes and uh, you can find us on SoundCloud as well, I think. And um, yeah, again, I'm just here to share. I'm just here to, you know, kind of just talk and share. And, and whatever happens, happens. I, I know three years down the road, this podcast is going to be in a great place from a numbers perspective and an impact perspective. But it all starts at day one. It all starts at day zero and have that long-term vision. Um, But in the meantime, again, this is a back burner activity for our business. So it's not the everything we're doing is reliant on this podcast. And I hope you don't put yourself in that position. If you've enjoyed this, well, you know what to do. So thank you so much for being with me. Continue to go out there and be great, do great. And I'll see you in our next episode, which is with Dr. Andrea Capitelli. And she's going to be talking about how to get yourself out there and stand out in the natural health space, which as you know, is very competitive. So that's coming Wednesday. Have an awesome day and I'll see you soon.